it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect to the dots. And those dots are the four facets of who we are as human beings. Um, They are the intellectual, the spiritual, the physical, and the emotional parts of who we are. And those special little parts go out and interact with the world every single day. And I would say that in the last couple of years, a lot of those facets have been kind of focused in anxiety and fear. Um, We are still dealing with COVID and the virus, and a lot of people that have had both vaccinations and a booster are still getting breakthrough cases. And what that tells me is that the immune system is not functioning the way it should. So if you have had your vaccines, and you're still very concerned about catching Omicron now or whatever virus is gonna be coming down the road, I would just encourage you to ask your doctor for a D as in dog three blood test. It's a lab, uh, very simple to do, and you're going to get a number. And the number you're looking for is above 70. It is critical that you keep your immune system at that level. And the only way really that you can do it is to take um, a daily dose of vitamin D. Some people can get it as a shot. Uh, If yours is very low or very high doses uh, in prescription strength vitamin D. The other thing you can do is if your number is let's say in the 50s, um, you can take five to 10,000 international units of vitamin D every day and that will gradually bring your numbers up to that 70 or above range. Uh, But people who are taking responsibility, and I guess that's the best way for me to put it, for their own well-being, are looking at the food they eat, they're looking at their stress level, they're looking at exercise, they're looking at sleep, they're looking at, um, you know, their diet uh, in general. And so, you know, it's, I don't know any other way to say it to people other than please take personal responsibility at this point. You need to know that number and then you need to do something about it if it's under 70. So if you go to my website, it's www.synergyconnectionradio.com and you go into that website, you're going to see a link to Boomers Forever Young. And uh, I use their products, I've been using them for five years. Um, I will tell you that my level is an 82 and I use a lot of their different products but go in there and just take a look they have a free healthy newsletter Uh, they have a podcast themselves and you can check out the testimonials you can look at their blogs Um, they have a number of videos that explain their products maybe there's something there that will benefit you so just go check it out Um, my you know I guess my hope for everyone is that they do stay healthy because if health is not there the other three won't be there either Uh, you have to have the energy you know to work on the emotional part of your life or the spiritual part of your life and certainly the intellectual and if you're laying in bed or you just don't have any energy at all because of whatever reasons 
please check out you know your uh, this particular website if you decide to order something if you use my first name l-u-c-y you can get five dollars off of your purchase and again with the economy where it's at today i think we all need whatever we can do to bring our prices down all right so having said all of that uh, I have as a returning guest Andrea Glasser and she is from Romania and you will hear a slight accent as she talks uh, it's very charming um, and I don't think she'll ever lose that unless she goes and lives in Savannah Georgia and, and decides to bring in a southern accent along with her Romanian accent um, but she's written two books uh, she um, no I guess now you Three. have your third one of following your dreams following a dream and uh, they're available on amazon i know that uh, she enjoys inspiring others in the areas of holistic health and wellness so we have that in common and she's now a life coach and uh, she helps people understand that their challenges in life can be turned into opportunities uh, for personal growth and i i really think that that's key uh, for today is these different health challenges that everybody's had, relationship challenges, you know, through these last two years with uh, COVID, my goodness, they have been a wonderful wake-up call, you know, to look at our life, reevaluate where we are, and make that decision of where do we really want to go. And I think it's helped everybody do that because we were kind of in this, um, I don't know, just a cushy kind of place, and nobody was really doing anything, and then boom. You know this happened and everybody is much more aware of maybe their own personal growth areas that they want to work on so you probably have more clients now than you did the last time you were on the show correct uh, thank you Lucy for this opportunity I feel very honored to be back in your show and uh, uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> I think this COVID thing is a blessing in disguise. It brought so much awareness in people's minds and in their lives. And uh, they take better care of their health. They take better care of their self-development, their body, their spiritual side. I, I think it's a blessing in disguise. And I hope more people can see that. And um, I think of myself, I uh, always dreamt about having coaches and mentors in my life to help me uh, make better progress in my life and develop myself so I can have better habits, better thinking, better decisions and better results overall. And I think we all want that. Mm -hmm. We want better. We don't want to go backwards. So no, yeah. hopefully not. We're not going backwards. But you know, I think some people really and truly are struggling because, you know, their health was impacted, they might have long haulers, you know, so that's, you know, a problem that isn't going to maybe ever go away. They don't know whether it will or not. But, um, you know, people lost their jobs or they yeah. financially, you know, have been struggling and, and maybe are losing a lot of the things that, you know, were important to them. Yeah. So not to mention if somebody died, you know, of uh, either COVID or a, you know, one of the things that I found out, which I thought was super interesting, is there are a minimum of four comorbidities with every single COVID case. 
So one of them, of course, is if they're over the age of like 65. Mm. But um, the top three are obesity is almost the number one. The second one is anybody who's diabetic. Uh And the third one is anybody who has any cardiovascular issues. And so those three areas, you know, people here in Florida, a lot of people have allergies or COPD, you know, because of they retired down here, but they worked someplace where they inhaled a lot of toxic uh, chemicals. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, but I mean, four comorbidities go along with every diagnosis so when you're diagnosed it's not just that right it's because they haven't maybe done what they needed to do to stay healthy yeah and then boom we're faced with this pandemic right. and you know it's definitely impacting their health in a big way mm-hmm. so um i don't know as as you're talking to people as a life coach how many of them are coming in to you and saying I'm so anxious or right. I'm really depressed. Right. Yeah, they have anger issues, they can't focus, they they have all sorts of uh, deficits. And uh, another thing, I, I love what you mentioned in the beginning of the show, how important it is to uh, take care of our immune system and make sure we are above uh, the limit and all that. And I also tell people, uh, I learned that uh, probably 75% of our health comes from our gut. Our gut, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know how important it is, the gut health. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, we have the good and the bad bacteria, so we want to enhance the good bacteria in our stomach. Do you know that there are more living organisms in your gut than in any place. I mean, it's like we are a vehicle for them to live. And once we die, they die too. Right. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. But <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of people think if they just eat yogurt, mm. yogurt isn't the answer because right. it, ha- it has to be a prebiotic in with a probiotic. And mm. a lot of people don't know that. They just think, oh, well. I'll have, you know, this every morning with breakfast and I'm good to go. Uh, nope, doesn't work no. that way. <laughs> no. Our body is so complex, just as our skin, our uh, everything. So we, you can just use one type of product and take care of all the issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very, very true. Mm-hmm. And some of the people that I talk to, at least, um, you know, they say, well, I'm hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. And the answer there is that it's because you're not feeding your cells um, the right kind of nutrient. I mean, you're right. feeding them, and it's calories, mm-hmm. but it's empty not, calories. it is. It's empty calories. So, you know, we talk about protein, and we talk about probiotics, and we talk about, um, you know, the various B complex vitamins. And you're right. I mean, we are an amazing organism but if we don't feed that organism it's kind of like if you go out to your car and it's a brand new car but you forgot to put gas in it it's not going anywhere <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it affects not just our health but the the whole quality of life our energy level everything our mm-hmm. mood mm-hmm. yeah that's why so many people are depressed these days it's not just the seclusion um, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, what we feed ourselves uh, Uh, in our mind and in our body. Have you, you know, as a life coach, and this is just 
kind of a personal question, and so a good thing you don't have to give names. <laughs> but the number of individuals who are even in their 20s, you know, when sex drive is a fairly normal right, thing, right. you know, they don't have it. And again, because they're depressed, they're anxious, um, they're not eating the right foods. And that's certainly true for the 40 and 50-year-olds and the 60-year-olds that are out there, you mm -hmm. know, that it's their intimacy level is kind of gone. Yeah. And a lot of it is because they're not sleeping. You know, yeah. and they're they're so uptight with everything. Stressed. They mm -hmm. have emotional stress, physical stress, all sorts of stresses. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it, it affects relationships. Absolutely. So are you hearing that a little bit more? With I hear that as well as people being confused <laughs> about who they are. Mm -hmm. If they're supposed to be with a man or a woman, they, it's mm -hmm. it's scary. Yeah. But um, yeah, I. I, like I said, um, there is a solution for everything. Um, there, we create the problems most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot, it's uh, not in our control, but I believe that every problem has a solution. We just need to learn to reach out for help. Because a lot of people are scared or they have uh, different fears or different reasons to not ask for help. Like today, coming here for how many times <laughs> I got lost again, and I was embarrassed, but I'm, I said, hey, if I don't call you and ask for directions, I'm just going to drive around and around, and I'm not going to find your place. So it's uh, so important to let your guard down and ask for help and not feel judged or defensive every time. Like when people tell you the truth, um, learn something from there and don't be afraid to ask for more mm -hmm. uh, doesn't a lot of that even as a, a life coach come from when we're little you know like two three four five years old as we're starting preschool um is we are afraid of being judged even mm -hmm. at such a young age like i'm not as smart as the person sitting next to me yeah. or the teacher might make a remark like you know you should have known better and all of a sudden that shaming yeah. that we get back at those early junctures right. then follow us you know for the rest of our life we're trying to prove that we are yeah. indeed smart enough and yet if we have to ask for help it triggers that old one, like maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not really all that smart. Yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> hmm. So we're gonna talk a little bit about trust today and the fact that um, we have to learn how to trust ourselves before we trust others. Is that correct? Very, very true. Uh, it's a very true statement and um, I had to learn that on my own. Uh, growing up, um, my mom was the more disciplinary one, the one always telling me what to do, what not to do. And I remember one of the things she kept repeating to myself, uh, to, to me, was uh, don't trust strangers, uh, don't tell anything to anybody because they're going to take advantage and, uh, I don't know, ridiculize you or they're just gonna envy you or they're just gonna use that against you to hurt you even more or something so she taught me not to trust people pretty much 
And uh, once I started having uh, mentors and coaches, and I even have starting dating and having my first relationships, um, I uh, realized this is not right. I mean, I understand she has uh, a reason why she told me all those stuff, but the, if I don't trust anybody, ha how can I ever be in a relationship? Because I don't want to be like bad guy and good guy always chasing each other. So I realized if, if I'm in a relationship, I want to trust the person I'm with. Otherwise, I don't want to be with that person. Mm -hmm. And then I, when I got my mentors and coaches, uh, they taught me I, I have to be open. I have to live in a glass house pretty much because if I don't feel comfortable sharing with them the good and the bad, uh, they can help me. If I hide the truth from them, uh, they don't know where I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they may not be able to assist if you are stuck, but you wouldn't even know where you're stuck if you Correct. don't begin to trust. You know, I, I talk a lot about the fact that we have 40,000 brain cells that are in our hearts, and a lot of people don't know that. And we spend most of our time, 95% of our time, is, is spent intellectualizing everything. So we can go on Google, mm -hmm. we can look up something, we can read about it, but it's only when we begin to internalize it and make it our own yeah. that it becomes important to us. Otherwise, it's just facts. And it's right. like, who said it? And what did they say? Right. And how do they know what they know? And But we have to go inside and yeah. begin to say, is this something I believe? Right. You know, is this something that is beneficial? And yeah. I would bet that the majority of our beliefs are not benefiting us at all. Right. Right. But we got because them. Because <laughs> I know <laughs> we get them based on our experiences. Um, but uh, if it doesn't make sense to us uh, in our heart, if um, we can't um, explain it, why is it important? Why is it not important for us? Then we, we can never make a decision to move forward. And that's why if we don't learn how to be um, less judgmental with ourselves and with others um, we are gonna but it's it's good to use our judgment but not be judgmental and always ask uh, wh where is this rejection coming from why I'm saying no to something I'm not even educated about um, so yeah if we learn uh, that a certain a person or situation that we are confronting we don't trust them um, because we don't trust ourselves so we have to go to the root of the uh -huh. problem and look inside <coughs> our heart right uh -huh. to find how do we feel in this moment what why we reject something or someone uh, where is this rejection coming from so we have to first learn how to trust ourselves you know most of the time, and I don't know whether this is true for, for where you're coming from or, or your particular clients, but most of the time, um, this doubt comes from fear. Mm -hmm. And I always say, you know, fear is false evidence appearing real. So we become fearful if we don't understand something. Then we go to, and in today's world, we go to pundits. We go to you know, our favorite news station. If ABC says this, then that must be the case. We, or, we go in our comfort zone. Yep, exactly. And so for a lot of people that are 
95% of the time in their brain trying to yeah. figure things out, they go to their favorite resource. It used to be, and you know, a long, long time ago, um, we had uh, encyclopedias, right? Mm. And so, you know, the salesman came by and he would sell your mom or dad, you know, this encyclopedia set. And then I remember my dad, one of his favorite resources was the Farmer's Almanac. Mm. He always checked, you know, his facts yeah. there. And today, of course, we use computers or, you know, our phones are computers as well. But it's so interesting because if you edge outside of that comfort zone, let's just say that you were a very, had a very strong faith base understanding of life. And somebody that you meet like Thich Nhat Hanh, you know, if you were fortunate enough to meet somebody like that or the Dalai Lama. Yeah. And all of a sudden you begin to have this glimmering that there might be something that they hold that is also truth. Um, not that you have to exchange everything that you've learned, but this is another place, you know, another consideration. And yet how many people do you know that cannot go there? That they just, it's so fearful if they leave that structure of their belief system. And And that stubbornness comes from mm -hmm. fear, like you said. Yeah, it does. It's just, it's remarkable because a child that's two or three or four doesn't have that same fear exactly. you know they're willing to try almost anything it's, and you yeah. have to kind of watch because they would think okay I'm Superman I can jump from the roof just like <laughs> Superman does and land on my feet um, but yeah it's just it's so interesting to me that we let those fear-based beliefs guide us sometimes for our entire life yeah yeah it's, it's important. I notice a lot of people that can trust themselves or other people. It's because um, they um, have experienced um, situations with themselves. Like they couldn't bring themselves to be accountable. Like they would make a promise. I'm going to be there at 10 o'clock. And then they were always late. And then after a few trials they just give up I just can't make it I you know and then they start losing trust in themselves little Uh by little Uh and then uh, yeah they they try to convince themselves that actually yeah I'm not worth of this and that and then they start losing trust in others and it's like a cycle you know so I learn I encourage people all the time to, to, to trust themselves a little more every day, to write down a list of uh, skills and, and the different things they notice in themselves that they're good at and they're proud of themselves because of certain things. And write down and keep adding to that list until you, you start building more belief, more trust in yourself. And then you're gonna start seeing that in other people because you attract what you are. Uh-huh. And yeah, if we don't trust ourselves, we're going to continue to attract people that are also not worth to be trusted. So yeah, we just need to, uh, if we don't know something and we fear that we are going to make the wrong decision, we just need to listen to our heart, to our instincts, to uh, con- realize how do we feel when we have to make the decision what's holding us back and then yeah even study uh, reflect uh, learn more about the situation or the person and build more trust um i would think 
that for a lot of people, learning how to journal, mm-hmm. you know, would, would also give them some insight. And uh, I remember years ago uh, when I started using that as a tool with my own counseling clients mm-hmm. that I would say, you know, even if you have a set time, you know, maybe it's first thing in the morning before you really get going or it's the last thing you do, you know, in the evening. But even if it's only 10 minutes, reflect on your day, reflect on, you know, what was positive in my day, where did I use, in, in this case, you know, looking at trust, where did I use trust, yeah. you know, to make a decision? How did I go about making that decision? You know, did I go within and listen to my heart, which is where our intuition is? Mm-hmm. Or was there a tendency to grab the phone and check and see, you know, what is the answer that Google says? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it still happens, you know, whether we like it or not, I think it that's, does. That's a quick fix where we don't know where to go, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, definitely go first inside your heart, listen to intuition. And then second of all, reach out to people that you admire and trust and they do have the answers and the results that you're looking for. So let's use a pretend example here for a minute and say, you know, this is either male or female and they are um, not happy with their career. You know, everything has changed, of course, in the last two years. But whatever they're doing, what I hear a lot is they're asking people to do two and three jobs, teaching is a big area where, you know, a lot of the teachers are having to do multiple jobs, not just teach. And, um, you know, so the stress is high, the um, ability to maybe get any kind of assistance is is lacking. Um, The hospitals, another good example, I mean, there's so many of them that have left their careers for one reason or the other. And so somebody calls you and they say, I need a career change. I don't know which way to turn. Um, I'm not trusting that I have the answer. How do you help them kind of go through those questions internally so that they arrive at at least a beginning place? They may not arrive at their destination, but this is where you can start. That's a great question, Lucy. Um, I think uh, the best way to go about it is to ask more questions to their question Mm. to make sure I have a deep understanding of what they're asking, where they're coming from and what exactly they're looking for and also to make sure that I understand their question. I don't want to just assume that this is what they are about. or this is what they're looking for. I want to be certain that this is exactly where they're going, what they're looking for, and I'm the right person to help them out. So would one of those questions be, what don't you like about what you're currently doing? So that they could identify the things that they're not happy with, therefore, the opposite of that is going to be the things that they maybe would be happy Right. I, I like to reverse engineer. I like to find out, okay, you are here and where do you want to be? You're in point A, you want to go to point B. And um, for how long have you been trying to get there? And uh, what did you try to help you get mm-hmm. there and it didn't work and why not uh, what what do you think uh, that happened 
and uh, then I, I try to bring them back okay if you want uh, to be in point B and you're still in point A uh, then you maybe need to change something in yourself before you you change the outside you have to change, change the, the inside, inside yeah. so maybe you want to start making different decisions you want to have better habits because uh, it's so important the way we think the way we act uh, how the outcome is going to look like mm -hmm. so no wonder we want to go from a to b and we end up in c because we keep getting distracted there's always urgencies and other things in our life that keeps deriving us from our path uh -huh, yeah. uh -huh. and I think sometimes it's well-meaning people Correct. you know that know you quite well and they kind of say well why don't you try this or why don't you try this oh, and yeah. so if that person means well mm -hmm. but they're not the individual and right. so the individual is the one that has to do their work and I, I'm finding um, humorously but I'm finding that it's a lot like um, the vaccines. Everybody knew they were afraid of getting COVID, you know, at the beginning, two years plus ago now. Um, but they kept believing that the vaccine was the answer. So they didn't have to do anything else other than get the vaccine and I'm good to go. It's going to solve yeah. all the problems. <laughs> and it, it just has not panned out that way. And I think now people are beginning to slowly understand that they could be getting the vaccine vaccine of the month pretty soon, you know, because the virus, you know, can morph into other things. Um, but if they haven't done their part to sleep better or exercise yeah. or, you know, reduce yeah. their stress or change their diet or get on top of their maybe diabetes or pre-diabetes right. or whatever else they might need to do, they have to do their work. And I'm finding that trust uh, in self also means you got to do your work. You got to yeah. do your part. Right. And nobody else can do that for you. Right. There's no magic pill to success. You got to do your part. It's not like getting a gym membership and you walk in and you walk out with six packs. And mm -hmm. you got to put in effort and it takes time. Just like with trust, uh -huh. it, it takes time to build trust in yourself, build trust in others, allow others to trust you. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Trust is earned. Not, you can buy it. Right. And we have to earn our own trust. Absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, trust in somebody else, you know, it's actions. Don't tell me words. Show me. Exactly. And if you can't show me, then bye-bye. You know, because um, words are cheap. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality. Words are very cheap. That's true. But the action behind and the commitment behind, that takes more effort. And that's true of ourselves because if we haven't trusted ourselves to make decisions, then when the time comes and we have to make one, it's going to be much harder to do. It's going to be easier to say, well, what do you think? Yeah. And then maybe if you trust them a little bit, you might do what they've suggested but then it comes back and kind of bites you in the butt because if it doesn't work out it's like what you told me to yeah, do this you have somebody to yeah, blame yeah exactly <laughs> and so if you learn to look within then you can only look in the mirror and say you know this mm -hmm. is you know I thought this was the best way to go it's not turning out to be such a great idea 
Um, maybe I need to make some adjustments. Yeah. But then you're holding yourself accountable, and right. you're not blaming anyone else. Right. And the tendency, I know, is to say, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, and, and I'm sure you know this as well, but you know, when you're blaming somebody else, it's pointing the finger, right? And when you point your pointer finger out, you've got three pointing back at you. <laughs> and so kids love that because they never think that it's their fault. You know, it's mom or dad or their brother. Even or their adults. Yeah, even adults. <laughs> um, we don't grow past that. That's true. Um, <laughs> but when you understand that three are pointing right back at you, then it's like, well, yeah, you know, I did what they told me to do. No. You know, or I, I bought the concept. And, you know, how many times do we invest in people or things where we think mm-hmm. that it is our, the best thing to do? Right. And it turns out, I saw this morning, I, I was watching, I think, Good Morning America early, and um, they said one of the biggest scams out there is the romance area. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are getting into these dating um, sites. Websites, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, you know, you don't know the person. And they start telling you everything that you want to hear. Correct. And then pretty soon they're saying, you know, by the way, I need a thousand dollars or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was a huge, it was like I, over $800 million that was lost, you know, with people that are sending money to whoever, believing that it's all in the name of love, that they yeah. care and you know, they want somehow to be able to help. And the sad side of that, it's not just that the person lost money towards a stranger who tricked them into the situation, but also they hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna not trust somebody and probably they're gonna hate all the people from now on, or it's gonna take forever to build trust in people again and maybe they're even gonna do the same thing because oh somebody did this to me I should do the same same with cheating mm-hmm. like if you've been cheated you you want to cheat on someone else because you believe oh nobody everybody's like the same and you you, you mm-hmm. have this attitude of bitterness and, and you can't look at something or somebody uh, from a positive angle anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's another way that we can build trust in ourselves and in other people by uh, having a more positive uh, attitude towards things and people. Because, uh-huh. um, yeah, if, uh, for example, ju- uh, yeah, I, I actually, it, it happened yesterday. I was talking to one of my um, clients and I really loved what he said. So when, when I saw him last week, he was trying to reach out to a person and this person did not pick up the phone and there was really a, I would say, urgent situation there. And we started thinking, oh, what happened? I hope he's okay. I hope, oh, maybe he left the house and left his phone at home. What, what happened? Oh, maybe he's in the shower. Oh, maybe this, maybe that. We started and um, it turns out that the person, uh, okay, once he, he hung up the phone, uh, he went and he did what he promised. And he didn't check the phone um, until he was done with the task. Uh, and I love what my 
client said, instead of saying, oh, he, he's never reliable or whatever, he said, oh, he's more disciplined. He doesn't always rely on technology. He's very disciplined with his habits. When, when he makes a promise, he takes that promise all the way to the end and, and he doesn't always check his phone and check, the, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I love that so much. It was such a positive attitude towards a situation where, yeah, you can be bitter and negative. Oh, yeah, I can't rely on him. He never picks up his phone. Or you can say he's more disciplined. He, he doesn't always rely on, on mm-hmm. his phone to make his decisions and he, he does what he needs to do and he follows through mm-hmm. and I love that so much and yeah uh, trust also comes with um, surrounding ourselves with with people that are accountable they are uplifting they are positive they are helping uh, us to be the same way and they're comforting and they're not judging and I think a lot of people find themselves in situations that they have family members or friends. They are constantly putting them down and, and uh-huh. stepping on, on their confidence. And then that's why it's so hard to, to trust ourselves because we've been put down so many times. So it takes time, yeah, to... One of the my most recent guests... Um, she was talking, she's a nurse, and um, she's outside of the Chicago area, but she has a lot of her clients, because she has a wellness company, mm-hmm. look at doing a reset every January. Mm-hmm. You know, to look, it's kind of like going into your closet. Look at the things that you really use, and if there's things in there that you don't use, go ahead and give them away. Let yeah. somebody else, you know, use them. And that's from a, a clothing, maybe, perspective. But at the same time, if we do an internal reset, you know, we can look at maybe the behaviors that are not beneficial anymore and say, do I really want to hang on to that this year? You know, do I need to let go of some things and maybe add a few things that would be more beneficial? Um, So I love that. You know, concept that she was introducing. Yeah, declutter, as a declutter your closet, declutter your mind, declutter your soul, and right. you start know. fresh. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. I do that twice a year. Twice a year, whether <laughs> yeah. you need to or Summer not. Summer and winter, <laughs> I go through my closet and I declutter. Yeah, it, well, it's therapy. <laughs> there was a lady that I knew for years uh, back in Milwaukee, and. Uh, she was an attorney. Um, she had retired from you know being an active attorney, but uh, she taught me one lesson, and I've tried. I don't always do it, but I've tried to honor that because I thought it was such a good idea. And she said she never bought anything for her home or for herself personally without giving something mm, away. That's so. Good. And so you know her closet was always very organized. Um, and you know, so I mean, if, even if you had two hundred things in your closet, before you bring in the two hundred and first, get rid of one wow. so that you keep it at two hundred, maybe. That's a great. Um, so I thought it was awesome. She was part of the Nixon entourage that mm-hmm. opened up China many years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I was amazed because I mean, I don't travel lightly. Unfortunately, I wish right. I did, but she was able to do a carry on with you know going to china 
And um, so she always laughed at me with my suitcase full of stuff. <laughs> and I, uh, her name was Lillian. And I said, Lillian, how do you do that? And she said, you know, a basic pair of black pants, a black dress, scarves, a jacket. You're good to go. You can right. go for a week. And I thought, you know, that's so true. Instead of thinking, okay, what do yeah. I want to wear during the day? And what do I want to wear at night? Um, so, yeah, she, she was a, a wonderful example. Smart. Yeah, I, I get my inspiration from Pinterest. Yeah, they, they show how many things you can do with just one pair of black pants and one skirt or dress. You, you can switch your top uh, two or three times and create different outfits. Outfits, right. It's so smart. Yeah, and you don't have to wait for your luggage at the other end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. So. So trusting self is where you have to go first and yeah. learning to trust your own decisions before you start trusting others who might let you down. Yeah, yeah, that happens. That happens all the time. But that's because we have expectations. We do. And our expectations are, again, based upon our beliefs. Like if you love me, if you care, then you won't do X, Y, or Z. Um, but that's not necessarily the case because, you know, the other person might have extenuating circumstances yeah. and, you know, things happen. And so I think we have to learn how to, you know, like I said, go within first, go to your heart yeah. and check out and say, you know, does this feel right? Yeah. Is this something that is true for me? Right. And then even if everybody that knows you says that's a horrible decision, you can kind of rest maybe in the knowledge that it's the right decision for me. Correct. Yeah, the, I struggled for a long time. I didn't know um, how to make the right decision or how do I know it's the right decision. Mm -hmm. And I learned that the best way uh, to know that we pick the right friends uh, around us or to make the right decision every time, we always have to reflect and, and make sure that it's in alignment with our values and our character. So, all right, let's talk about that for a minute. So, looking at your values, your values come from your beliefs, correct? Correct. Okay, so do you take a client and help them look at what their foundational beliefs are and how that has shaped their life? Correct. Because if they don't understand how they got where they are, they can't make any decision about how to get where they want to go. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, so how do you begin as a life coach? How do you begin to say, okay, trust yourself, and they go, well, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. Let's look at your beliefs. Yeah. Um, and then how do you, as a life coach, look at, help them look at their beliefs? All right. I um, start with, um, again, asking a lot of questions creating clarity in our communication uh, because a lot of times uh, people don't trust each other because they just don't communicate clearly or they don't communicate enough or they you know Sometimes a lot of they don't communicate at all because they don't know how exactly or again they have fears they don't want to be wrong they don't want to i don't know so yeah like uh, an example my uh, husband um, I asked him to if he can pick up our son from school one day and he texts me back and he said yes I can 
and I trusted him and I relied on him that he's gonna do what he needs to do and I had an instinct my heart was telling me that something's not right and I reached out uh, last minute to him and I said are you on your way to pick up our son he's like no I'm still at work I said honey but you said you will and he said yeah I told you I can but I didn't tell you I will <laughs> wow <laughs> and that was <laughs> that shook my world and I realized that just because we move our lips it doesn't mean that we communicate clearly and we are on the same page with a person so we need to make sure there's a lot of back and forth and we understand exactly where they are coming from, why they do what they do, why they say what they say, what are their beliefs and what are their values, are they in alignment with, with those and, and then I can help them um, unveil uh, the truth that they, they never realized why like uh, uh, one of my favorite stories is that uh, you know the child is asking the mom why every time we we buy a fish you cut it in half and you throw away one half and you use this tiny little pan to fry the fish and it's like honey because we're so poor we can't afford a bigger pan and <laughs> that pan is our mind uh, based on our beliefs, our we form our values, and that's what, what we think we are capable of. But there's so much more. But just because we didn't look around or we didn't reach out to somebody who has more and can teach us how to get a bigger pen and and, and um, make our understanding brighter, right? Um, so it it's mental it's... mental poverty. In that, <laughs> yeah. In that case. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you know, a lot of people do the things they do because that's what they saw at their parents, and their parents saw it at their parents, mm -hmm. and it keeps going back, and we inherit this mindset and uh, beliefs, and yeah, we we just need to put a hard stop on everything and and reevaluate and look around and, and see what's possible because there's so much abundance of everything there really is um that's that's true um and sometimes our mindset is more focused on lack than on abundance that's so true <laughs> that's so true yeah so i hope i i answered your question um mm -hmm. with yeah mm -hmm. so trust is kind of a key to life is that we need to trust ourselves uh, to make good decisions for us in particular. Yeah. Uh, maybe our children. Yeah. You know, if we are uh, still having young children or even yeah. older children, you know, because what we do, they emulate. Correct. And so if. And they they do what we do, not what we say. Well, that goes back to you know, words are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Um, you know, the thought that is going through my mind is with your husband and the fact that he said that I that I can, but not that I will, was the way he put it, okay? So... Engineers. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also thinking that if your son looked at dad and thought that was okay, then, you know, he might adopt the attitude as he goes through life 
that he tells a teacher, I can do that assignment. I didn't say I will. <laughs> or, you know, if he gets married someday, you know, I can be monogamous. I didn't say I will. Yeah. <laughs> or I can watch my diet. I didn't say I will. No. <laughs> so, I mean, that's always an avenue out. Yes. Uh, I don't have to be responsible for anything. Correct. I can say that yes. I will be responsible, you know, at some level, but maybe not at the level that you're asking me to be yeah. responsible. And so I'm finding that very interesting because you're right. I mean, a child looks at what we say. Yeah. And if you said it, it's gospel. You yeah. know, you're going to do it. Yeah. That's, they trust you to do what Correct. you say. So if you don't, then it gives them the avenue of, well, you didn't. Why should I? Yeah, that's so true. You might want yeah. to have that conversation with your husband. <laughs> oh, I did. I did many times after that. Yeah, we're best friends now again. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I, I paid be... him back. One, one day he uh, forgot his uh, wallet at home and we met for lunch. We had a date and uh, he said, can you please bring me my wallet? I left it at home. He told me exactly where it is. And I said, uh, can you bring me my wallet? And I said, yes, I can. <laughs> and I didn't bring it. <laughs> I paid for lunch, but <laughs> I don't mind. But I taught him the lesson. Mm-hmm. I, I paid back the same way. I don't know if that was the right thing to do, but that's when he realized, oh, okay. So just because somebody says I can, it doesn't mean they will. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, we like to play little jokes like that on each other. But, yeah, we still love and trust each other like crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's an interesting situation that uh, it, it's going to be stuck for the rest of my life now. And I'm just going to be more careful when people say, yes, I can. But mm-hmm. doesn't mean they will. Well, I think the um, real lesson here, if you will, is clarification. Yeah. Is, is, you know, don't yeah. look at the word. Yeah. Maybe go back and say, this is what I heard you say. I just want to be perfectly clear. This is what you're going to do, correct? Or, you know, this is the time correct. that we've agreed upon. You know, is there any reason for me to not think that this will happen? Right. You know, so there's little clarifications that certainly would build trust you know since that's our topic and if we don't build trust within ourselves and with other people then you know what's the point i guess you know because we might always say well you know that person just says that but they never actually intend to do it right right so then why have the relationship (laughs) right (laughs) so yeah Uh, trust takes time and and involves a lot of communication a lot of questions a lot of understanding a a lot of um, just action Uh as well Uh yeah we can just sit back and assume that the person is going to do what they said we we need to make sure they're matching their words with the action with and their actions yeah, yeah that's how trust is built you know i'm also thinking in a um, lighter vein but we trust our dogs or our cats you know like i trust my cat to use the litter box if she isn't using the litter box it also tells me that there's something wrong no um you know because that's a, a a sure sign that there's like an either an intestinal issue or yeah. a bladder issue or something because evidently cats 
um, associate the box. Mm -hmm. If they're having pain, they won't go back and use the box. And I didn't know that until a veterinarian explained all that to me. Uh, You know, our dogs, we trust that they'll let us know if they have to go potty. Hmm. You know, if they just start going any place in the house, then that tells us, you know, something about his behavior or her behavior. And, and I yeah, think that's young true. Kids, people. I think, are yeah. the same way. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say people in general. Yeah. You know, regardless of their age, if you have a, an elderly parent, let's mm-hmm. say, um, that all of a sudden is doing things that they wouldn't normally do, mm. it should be a red flag. Yeah. You know, like, okay, this is not, I trusted them to always do this, and now they're putting the keys in the refrigerator. Or now, you know, they yeah. are getting lost going around the block. So there is a reason that yeah. we need to trust behaviors and what that means, I think. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, trust is huge. And it, it, again, it begins with ourselves. It does. Yeah. And it affects the quality of our life. So, yeah, we need to learn to get rid of the baggage that we carry from the past and start new and and learn to trust um, ourselves to the fullest so we can have faith in ourselves and and have faith in other people. Um, Also, um, I was going to say a lot of trust issues um, are formed from uh, because I, I feel like people have the tendency to trust somebody who's a doctor or has a, a high status like a I don't know a lawyer or policeman or mailman or I don't know like they wear a uniform automatically we have more trust in these people mm-hmm. but they're people <laughs> you know right. they still do mistakes they still sometimes they don't have the right answers and then yeah one experience that went wrong um, it's gonna affect our life for a long time so we have to catch ourselves and Mm -hmm. reflect where is this mistrust coming from and yeah try to fix it uh, before we we move forward Mm because without trust we're gonna make our life so difficult well when you were talking about status I mean if you look even to the presidency of the United States I mean how many presidents have we had that have, you know, they're people, but they've made poor judgment in one thing or another, yeah. Yeah. and that's impacted their life, yeah. and it's impacted maybe, you know, the citizens of the United States as a result, too. Right. So there's not a leader in the world. There's not um, a person in a position of uh, authority. Uh, I think of the number of teachers that have been accused even recently in the news, you know, that they were accused of uh, sexual abuse. And, you know, a child looks at their teacher as somebody that, you know, is not, going, yeah, is not going to hurt them yeah. or they're afraid of them. You yeah. know, they're afraid of what consequence might happen if they don't do yeah. what they're told to do. So, you know, we do look up um, to CEOs. We look up to a lot of our politicians. We look up to our doctors, our teachers, our clergy. And yet, sometimes they don't deserve our trust. And that might be one of those times where you help somebody go within and say, you know what, check that out with your heart. Because if it doesn't feel right, it isn't right, or at least it's not right for you. And you need to, if you're young, tell somebody. And if you're older, you need to make different decisions about how to handle it. Yeah, 
It's so good to tell someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to have at least one friend that you trust and you you can have that confession. Yeah, don't keep it in yourself and make decisions only with your own mind because sometimes we have limitations again based on our past experiences and situations mm-hmm. it's good to always have a second opinion right right it's just yeah. who do you go to again exactly. trust who do you trust <laughs> to take this um idea and and share it you know yeah. and knowing that the person has your best interest or to the best of their ability right they have your best interest and one more thing people sometimes they look up to one person they admire and they put them on a pedestal and they want to follow them but that person is not good at everything just because they are amazing in one area doesn't mean they are great in everything so if you want to have a better financial situation, go to a person that can help you and has the results in their life. If you want to be a better parent or a better spouse, go to someone who's an expert in relationships and also they do have the results in what you want to have in mm-hmm. your life. So don't just look for one mentor that can help you with everything. everything. Yeah. Right, right. Because, I mean, if it's a car repair, you don't go to... Uh, a doctor. A doctor, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, listen, thank you so much for being on the show again. Um, let people know how to find you. And that will also be on uh, the synopsis of the podcast platform. But for those that are listening, share with them how they can go out and find you. Um, absolutely. So the best way um, to be reached out is on my LinkedIn profile, I have a profile now where people can see my website. They can reach out on my email address, which is Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, at glasserfoundation.org, G-L-A-S-S-E-R, foundation.org. And um, yeah, those are the best uh, ways. So if you go to uh, my LinkedIn profile, uh, I I don't know if there's another Andrea Glasser on LinkedIn, to be honest. I I don't think so. I should do that (laughs) research. I don't think so. But yeah, I I will also uh, share the information with you. So uh, maybe you can attach it to the recording. I certainly will. All right, everybody, please go out there and make this your best life. Join us again next time at the Synergy Connection Show, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.